Welcome to episode 40 of Oral Intensity, a Glee podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Clara. And today we're talking about episode 16 of season 3, entitled... Saturday Night Gleaver. Yay! Uh, <laughs> Don't I sound enthusiastic? Put it in the best way possible. <laughs> oh boy. Um, Alright. So, first of all, I want to say sorry we're late with getting this one out. Um, because, like, you know, Dylan has finals now, and we're doing another podcast. And I have midterms. Yeah, and I'm busy too. And, yeah. But also, like, I, my hope was to get it up Tuesday, like, right before the new Glee episode. But mm-hmm. we ended up being later, and then, like, now I have other work to do. So this probably isn't even going to get up until Thursday. So I apologize for that. Because um, I'm busy tomorrow, so um, yeah. But we'll we'll it will mean that we'll have another one like a couple days later because we'll try to do the other next week podcast like Sunday or Monday. So yep. yeah. Um, all right, and that also is why Dylan isn't here right now. It's just me and Clara because Dylan has a eight page. She has eight pages more of a paper to do for tomorrow. Yeah, poor Dylan. Um, but on the plus side, we have lots of listener feedback. So even though we sync, you guys are awesome. So good job with that. Yay. So it's going to be a very listener feedback heavy podcast. We have some. Which is nice. We like those. Yeah, At least I do. I, I do. Yeah. I'm a fan of the listener feedback. All right. Uh, we're gonna... What was that, Dan? What? <laughs> like, not Bostonian accent. <laughs> it was my quality speakingness. Uh, all right, <laughs> so so we're going to start off with an email that pertains to last week's episode, so do you want to read this one? Okay. Um, dear Dan, Clara, Dylan, and Nare, hello, I just finished listening to the Big Brother episode of Oral Intensity, and I guess I'm the only person who listens to your podcast who is in a wheelchair who you were referring to. Um, and my opinion on the crippled Quinn plotline is I think she should remain in a wheelchair. I can totally picture Diana Agron wheeling around the Yale campus and being accepted by her peers and maybe even having a boyfriend. I don't want her to walk during prom or graduation. Oh, and by the way, I saw slash knew about every single thing you guys plugged at the end of that episode. I hope that includes Angel. (laughs) Oh, and if Marissa goes on for a while in her email about something Harry Potter, I apologize in advance. (laughs) Finally, Peacock. (laughs) Dang. Yay. Daniel's the... <laughs> yeah, 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 not... I'm not just... <laughs> yeah, not just randomly saying my name. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for that. Um, so it's good to know what someone who's in a wheelchair thinks about this whole thing, and I can understand your point of view with that. Um, I don't even know what I want, honestly. Like I don't know what I want, but I, I still am really thinking that she's going to be walking. Yeah, I, I'll be surprised if she isn't, to be honest. So... 
you'll see. I don't know. Um, and then on the Quinn, the Quinn sort of vein, it was really weird. She like isn't in the episode at all. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't anywhere. Yeah. I didn't even notice it until um, staying live. Yeah, me too. That's what I noticed because you could see Artie's wheelchair. <laughs> exactly. And I was like, wait a second. Yeah, because like there, okay, there are plenty of episodes where like someone doesn't have like Tina doesn't have lines a lot of the time, but she's always there. Yeah, she must have. <laughs> I mean, she just must have been doing something else. They couldn't have, like, thrown in one line where they're like, oh, yeah, Quinn is in rehab. Quinn's visiting Yale. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have worked, too. Maybe they'll say that next episode. Yeah. They'll explain it. Sure, why not? All right. Saturday Night Gleaver. You didn't like this one as much as I did, so what do you think? Well, actually, I mean, no, I didn't I didn't hate it. Okay. I would give it maybe, like, a solid B. Okay, but I had B slash B plus. I didn't, I mean, I thought there were issues here, but, like, it was just kind of an enjoyable episode. Not a whole lot, like, crazy happened. Oh, wait, Dan, can I put out on your outline? Mm-hmm. You wrote, like, Jesse as couch. Oh, uh, <laughs> did I really? <laughs> Good stuff. Sorry, I just noticed that. <laughs> I do. Anyway. Jesse's a great couch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean i gave it a b slash b plus because i thought the music wasn't like fantastic but there were some fun numbers and it, none of them were like oh this is disgusting like it was yes, I agree. and then whatever um it was you know there wasn't anything terrible and uh i thought will actually will's singing and his performance was the low point of the episode for me not as not his performance but his character yeah, I mean, I didn't mind his character, whatever. I've sort of soured on Will yeah. overall, so I didn't really care. He didn't, like, sink to new depths. I, I will... <laughs> Oh, I don't think. Wait, look, I already hate him as a teacher. So he, first of all, he's overstepping his bounds, pushing these kids, like, with things. But then he's like yell. He's like not teaching them in a good way. Why can't he teach them in a good way? Like he's like he, he does, he's not he like yells he like freaking yells at Santana for like her dreams even though yeah her dreams are stupid but that's not what you you don't like scream at her then, yeah and he and the freaking the way the whole revelation with Finn like watching the movie and suddenly knowing what he wants to well yeah but that's <sighs> typical of the show's dynamic. Okay, but that bothers me because I actually think that they've handled the Finn storyline really well this season. Like, they started it with, like, him failing the the football thing and him being really upset there, and then the thing with his dad, and then, like, him making stupid choices with with the engagement, and, like, it's all led up very nice. It's, like, worked very well. And now it culminates in... I mean, and I do like that they sort of tied in, like, him wanting to be an actor with the whole idea of, like, he likes, like, the spotlight thing with like the football and with glee i can't imagine him being an actor though he was an actor in um rocky horror picture show uh-huh. and i did like his like funny acting in that song but uh-huh. continue <laughs> that's about it <laughs> no but, I, mean, I think the idea here is that he was too scared to ever do anything before well, that doesn't suddenly, you know, like yeah. I've also always been, you know, kind of afraid of like, I don't know, math. Yeah. So I don't decide like, but you know what? Actually, I'm going to become a mathematician. <laughs> I've done it before, but I'm pretty sure I'd like it. Well, I, I, that's a little bit different. Like, because you can either. I want to be a professional violinist. Uh, I've never really taken violin so seriously, uh, but now I've decided it's time. Okay, this is going to make me sound like I'm putting down actors a lot, but I don't really put violinists up with the same level. Like, 
okay, if you're going to be like a really fantastic dramatic actor, actor or actress, sure, you know, you have to have like great innate ability. But certain roles, you know, you can get away with not really knowing a whole lot. Plus, he's going, he's not like saying, I'm going to like, now I'm going to audition for a Broadway play. He's saying, I'm going to go to school for it. Yeah, I don't know. I sort of, I basically question, this is the thing that bothered me most with this entire episode is that every single one, almost every single, wait, is there anyone who's not? Like, Quinn is the only one who doesn't want to become a celebrity? Is this... Oh, okay, this actually goes into something that I have written a little bit lower down with the uh, Mercedes thing. Um, And this is, I wrote, I don't really know exactly how I want to put this in the words, but... For all the, like, lessons that Glee gives and, like, how, like, they, like, want to be, like, conscious of, like, what they're teaching kids, my question is, like, what kind of responsibility does it have to, like, not tell everyone you should go for your dreams even if they're completely unrealistic and you shouldn't have a backup plan? Yeah, I mean, because I don't think that that's necessarily the message that you want to send. Yeah. But but I, I, for example, Finn going to acting school. Okay, well... I hope there's a discussion on how are you going to pay for this. Mm. Um, I guess Bert has some money. I don't know. But like, so every single one of these kids, their parents are going to be paying a lot of money for them to go to school for something that like, um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure like, so my parents are musicians, right? Yeah. So I sort of understand. And my how- dad's musician. Right, yeah, your dad's a musician too. Like, this is not to say that, like, people can't become professional performers. Mm-hmm. But, like, I know my parents are always talking about, they, they work at a conservatory, so they're always talking about, like, wow, conservative, um, going to a conservatory is really expensive. Mm-hmm. And you just have to really believe that give, getting a degree is going to give you that leg up. Yeah. And, like, from what you said I, as well, Dan, like, I'm not really I don't I don't know how much of a heads up acting school gives you. Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot of it is is raw talent and looks and like being in the right place at the right time. Yeah. So I don't really know how many people well, come from acting school. It depends on what kind of acting you st- I don't even know does he mean on the stage? Does he cuz if he means film and stuff, I'm assuming he'd still want to end up going to LA at some point, wouldn't he? I mean, I guess there is some film stuff in New York, but I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think we saw enough. So, I mean, like, if you want to be on Broadway or whatever, or you want to, like, do some sort of, like, like, plays, then I think acting school probably is a good idea. But with yeah. films, I, you, I mean, like, it's not a bad idea, except that it costs money. Like, but, yeah, it, it's... Well, also, if you want to do, I mean, there are two things going, sort of running alongside each other. One is, he wants to be a professional actor, but he hasn't really acted before. Yeah. Ever. I mean, in front, you know, he hasn't. Yeah. So that's one problem. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why he thinks he wants to be an actor. And and second, like, okay, so he wants to do the sort of acting that, or maybe he is incredibly talented, yeah. whatever. He just doesn't know that yet. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Okay, uh, well, there are, like, I'll, I, I, first I'm going to say something positive about, about Glee, sorry, um, and that's, I sort of do at least like that they, 
they're not all like, oh, I'm going to go. They're all, they're actually sort of all doing sort of different things. Like, Artie wants to be a director. He wants to be an actor. Rachel wants to do Broadway. Um, you know, uh, Mercedes wants to, like, just become a singer. So they're at least, I kind of like that they're, like, representing. And then Mike wants to be a dancer. I kind of like that they're representing different areas. Um, um, what? I said, uh-huh. Um, so the thing with, with Finn and not knowing you know, whether he can actually act or anything, is I feel like that would be fine if you went to, like, a liberal arts school and, like, checked it out. You don't, like, dive head for, like, what if he decides within a month that he hates it? <laughs> also, I just, what if he's, I can't imagine, this is what I can't imagine. I can't imagine my parents supporting me, and I wouldn't want them to, I don't think I would support my future children if out of the blue, having never acted before, they said, I want you to pay for me to live in New York and like take acting classes. Yeah. I think right out of high school. I think I'd be like, mm, Well, okay, you're you're I'll also assuming that Bert won't have any issues with this. No, I'm I'm not I'm not assuming yeah. that. I'm saying that like are we supposed to root for Finn though? Well because that's definitely what this this episode see, seems Yeah, to see the thing is it would all... Then again, with a marriage, I assume the same thing. Yeah, I, I see. I, it would all make a lot more sense if if Finn wanted to go to a, like my school would actually be the perfect school for Finn, because it has really good acting stuff. Mm-hmm. So he could take like two acting classes his freshman year, and also take two classes in other things that are not acting, and you know. Well, see but I think what, the problem what, what he's good at. I think his thing is that he doesn't want to do anything academic is what he's assuming. Yeah, but that's just stupid cuz he's he's good he's good at mechanic he's a mechanic he's like a mechanic so why doesn't he like try to do some engineering stuff? Like I Well, I mean there's a difference between being a mechanic yeah. here. Maybe not engineering, he, but like I mean he, no, he could go to a technical school. Yeah. I, I, all I'm saying is that he could have I mean I guess you could say his backup is just working at you know, working at the shop. Oh, you know who's not going to become famous is Puck. And Santana, actually. That's what Santana ended up with. Yeah. Yeah, I, actually, I think Puck is the best, me just much, is the best character in the world. <laughs> I absolutely love that whole thing about how he was scared to go to L.A. And mm-hmm. maybe that's because I'm scared to go go to L.A. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I don't know, it was, like, really cute and it was really sweet. And yeah. it was it was awesome, like, see, having Finn be like, but you're not scared of anything. And I like, yeah, that was adorable. Yeah. Um, vulnerability. Vulnerability. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and it's also, I mean, it's just, like, it, I mean, you can say the same thing sort of of Kurt, too, because, like, I mean... Kurt had his had like a minor role in one musical ever, and he like wants to move to New York and do this. I do say the same thing yeah. about. I think, actually, I say this about all of them except I actually think Mike has the best. Mike and Mike and Rachel and Mercedes. Oh, and Mercedes. Actually, I would say Mike and Mercedes. I don't even think that like we haven't yeah. actually seen Rachel act well ever. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I think Mike and Mercedes have the best chance. Yeah. And it just, I mean, like. Look, I mean, I'm someone who's gonna try to go into film, and I know that like how risky that is and everything. I am trying to have a backup with computer science, and I mean, I just don't really know. I I feel a little bit iffy telling the youth of America go out there and chase your dreams no matter what, and don't have a backup and just don't well, especially work. if it's on your parents' money. Yeah, there are plenty of people, and I'm sorry to say this, there are plenty of people who cannot afford. To live the lifestyle Glee is advocating. Yeah, and this is supposed to be a poor city, too. Yeah. 
my mom would never. Oh, well, okay. That's not true. <laughs> if I had like dedicated myself yeah. as a, as, as a child and a high school student to just doing this one thing, like I can easily see Rachel's parents Yeah. because she has clearly always had an interest in this and that's her thing. Yeah. Finn, I'm just really not as convinced. Yeah. I mean, even I would like, I would be supportive also as a parent of Kurt mm-hmm. because it does seem like this is his thing. Yeah. And like, okay, fine. Let him try it. If you have the money, you know, whatever, yeah. let him try it. But Finn, I would not. Yeah. Unless I was filthy rich. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, um, what was I going to say? Right. Oh, okay. I know. I know what I was going to say. Sorry. I'll just cut that up. Cut all that out. Um, I, beyond just his, Finn's parents, we also have Rachel. And Rhett's, I feel like it's, they in this episode, they're trying to make Rachel, like, more sympathetic than he's ever been by having her, like, go, And like, I hated it. Yeah, I know. I hated it. I was like, okay, Rachel, look, this is your dream. How dare, <laughs> like, how dare Glee, I was actually really insulted by it. Like, how dare Glee advocate that, like, 17-year-old girls say to their their boyfriends, like, I care about you more than I care about my own dreams. Like, mm-hmm. Rachel, I'm sorry. You're 17 years old. You don't really know who you are yet. Things are going to change in college, too, but you have not finished growing up. You're a child. Yeah. You don't – you are not – you shouldn't be saying that, you know, oh, this is role model behavior. Like uh, – Well, yeah. okay. I don't – but I, I, I don't completely think Finn, they, like, I don't think I, I don't completely think that they are saying this is role model behavior because they have had multiple characters questioning the questioning the you know the wedding and all that stuff and I, there are multiple and I also think that it is sort of realistic that when you're a lot of seventeen year old people men or women will you know be sort of flighty with their things and think that they're in love and maybe they are but you know. And, and be like suddenly willing to give up something that matters a lot to them, and then realize a couple of weeks later, oh crap, I shouldn't have done that. Like, but the thing is, with the wedding, and thank goodness, like they made it a dialogue. Yeah. That was open ended, and still hasn't resolved itself. Yeah. With that, she just said, like, if you don't want to go to New York, I won't go to New York. And then he was like, no, we can still go to New York. <laughs> but you know, like then it's Finn's choice. Yeah. It's still about Finn, and unless someone else was, you know, unless the people in the orchestra who were listening to that whole conversation, which is also kind of bizarre, but that's, yeah, you know, like fantasy sequence <laughs> thing, like unless one of them is going to talk to her about that, no one else knows. It's not going to come up again. Yeah, yeah I mean, so it was a sort of a weird thing because I did agree with Puck the episode. Be- I mean, with Finn the episode before and Puck, I guess. Um, saying that he was being sort of selfish, just assuming, like, just, like, taking the reins and not putting his, his ideas into, you know, what he wants as a possibility. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean, okay, it can mean, like, okay, I'll think about your things. If you have a solid plan, then, you know, let's let's talk about this as, a, as an adult couple. It shouldn't just be like, you're right, I've been selfish, I'll give everything up to you. <laughs> well, also, I don't even... In terms of role model behavior, not realistic behavior, yeah. honestly, I wouldn't like a conversation between two 17-year-olds where one of them is willing to compromise everything they've worked for for their entire lives. Like, the only thing that's actually been a constant in their life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and go with someone who they think they're in love with at age 17. I, I feel like in a really mature relationship, then they'd be like, well, you know, you are going to go to Los Angeles and I'm going to go to New York City and we're, you know, we can still be engaged or we can even get married, you know, whatever, but mm-hmm. we're going to do long distance. Yeah, you're completely right. You're completely right. They should be doing long distance. And that's, I'm hoping what that, that, I'm what, hoping the, what they should be doing is that, that she should go to New York and, and Finn should come to my college. And then they won't even be that far apart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that'll be what happens. Um, all right, you had a very strong reaction to this, and I you just got a good good discussion going. So good good job. But this is what bothered me the most about the episode. Yeah. Were those things was the oh yeah Finn can be an actor and Rachel will be a Broadway star and Mercedes will be a singer and Michael be a dancer and like okay what happened with Mercedes again how did that end I know I know that Sam like it was very predictable that Sam was gonna like show her the thing on YouTube and she was be like ah so but what was the fine what was the decision there there wasn't a there there wasn't a decision it was just like her confidence was boosted boosted, so but is she going to LA or not that I think that's what she's doing but I mean again where are you gonna live in LA um what are you gonna do once you get there okay now you're a minor YouTube sensation yeah well, that's the other thing. The other, okay, the other layer of Will being an idiot is that he isn't providing any. He's just like pushing them into doing this stupid thing because because he wished he did it, and like mm-hmm. it's just stupid, annoying. But you know what? I honestly thought Will was going to pressure Finn to be a teacher, <laughs> so I'm glad that didn't happen. That's really funny. Um, on the Santana storyline, I maybe it was just me hoping for something that was too much with the hope for but i really <laughs> believed that britney was doing all the stuff she was doing oh me too yeah. just to, i thought she knew what she was doing and she was doing her own weird quirky way of showing santana that she does she shouldn't want yeah to be famous. i really thought that up until the very end of that scene yeah and it was a stupid it was a really dumb storyline and santana's smarter than that and britney annoys me and she, Santana should be with someone better than Brittany, even if they're cute. Look, Brittany and Santana are cute, but Santana's a human being, and Brittany is an alien. Like, <laughs> I and I, I love Heather Morris. She's really funny, and she's a great dancer and singer, and she's great and everything. But they just have not written her character well. What is she gonna do after high school? Well, no, she's supposed to be staying back. Oh, okay. I mean, she. <sighs> I don't it's just ugh, whatever <laughs> but Brittany is just annoying and it's just I don't know I mean I, at least I like where Santana's storyline went with like her having it makes sense that she'd have a cheerleading scholarship and that she can you know try out different she can just go to college and see what she's into and try out different well, things basically the the um Brittany Santana storyline is going exactly the way I want the the um Finn Rachel storyline to go yeah yeah, yeah, and Brittany's in love with Santana, and she's not like, you can't go away from me. Yeah, you should stay back, too. <laughs> <sighs> See, Brittany's more mature than any other, anybody else. Um, Alright, I think we've talked about everybody besides Wade, correct? Wade is Alex. Oh. <laughs> he was awesome. I, I really want to give props to Alex. As much as I've hated on him in the past, I thought he did a very good job. I told you this would happen. <laughs> And I, I even thought I even think he's the best actor of the bunch. Well, except think, well, partly because his character is the only one that's been remotely yeah, interesting. That's true. 
Um, I do have to. So overall, I thought the story was good. I do think it was kind of not very well done at the beginning because it seemed very like, oh, I'm gonna walk up to you now. Ooh, I'm gonna tell you my whole life story very unrealistically, and you know. Yeah, it was incredibly artificial. Yeah, it was very false. And but look, at least they used him. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> And I thought I think the people who've won the three episode stints have had way more. Yeah. Like they're just automatically more focused. Yeah, I mean and I, yeah, I thought Lindsay's Lindsay's part was good too. And I, I also I thought that the performance was was good enough that nobody would have issue with him mm-hmm. processing. At the same time, I'm not very happy with him being vocal adrenaline. I and I I like Jesse a lot as the coach. You mean the couch? Yeah. Um, but Vocal Adrenaline, even though that song was good, is not intimidating anymore. And I, they're way smaller. The choreography isn't as impressive. And we don't know. We don't know what's going to happen when they're actually up against New Direction. It's true. But that was just regionals. Yeah, but just the, seeing the size of their group being the same as it was last year when it was way too. Well, it's partly because New Direction sort of has to win nationals. I know. But just. I know. I don't know. Like, I mean, look, that was a good performance, and he's a very good singer. But like, Mercedes is on his level, so they don't even need anybody else. <laughs> like, like, it's not like I'm not saying one is, one is better than the other, but they're about equal. So with everybody else on the group that like no we'll see we'll see what happens i doubt he's going to be the sole representative i hope that i hope that jesse somehow finds a loophole so that he can be in the team that's what i'm hoping (laughs) (laughs) and then they they do bohemian rhapsody again (laughs) i'll just play bohemian rhapsody and turn off the sound on that sounds good all right let's get into some listener feedback we have a lot of it all right. Because um, I'm eating a Cadbury cream egg. Okay, I will read. I don't think I'm going to read this whole thing because it's really long, but I'll read most of it. Um, all right. <clears throat> this is from Marissa, a longtime writer and listener. Um, okay, so she goes, uh, Dear Oral Intensity, Hello, it's me again after weeks of not writing in. After the DC trip, I was in a wreck with catching up with TV shows. I'm still three, three weeks behind Smash, and I'm still quite busy. I do not have a life. Just school assignments. So this email may not be up to par, but anyway, I'll begin with my grade. Can I just say that I give this episode an A just because I love Saturday Night Fever and I think this episode is very good. Oh, I meant to mention Saturday Night Fever in general. Have you seen it? No. I haven't actually seen it either. I can see it. Um, but, you know, sounds interesting. I like it. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. I wanted to say uh, this last... Uh, I wanted to say this last week, but I didn't write in, so here it is now. Um... I don't know what the writers were doing these past seven weeks, but I like it. The show just got so youthful, in my opinion. The characters are actually acting like teenagers. And that, is, and that especially shows when the Glee kids are watching someone else perform, despite the talks of marriage, of course. Oh, and the last week I experienced a moment of wishful thinking because this episode was called Big Brother. I totally thought that fango side of my brain taking control that they were going to cast uh, Devin M- Murray as Rory's brother. I don't know who that is. Um, reason being, Devin Murray played Seamus Finnegan oh, in Harry Potter films. <laughs> and we already know that Rory's <laughs> brother's name is Seamus in the Exodus episode. So Devin would be casted as Seamus Finnegan. But yeah, that guy's from White Collar. That guy from White Collar was okay. 
<laughs> okay, on to this week. Oh my god, oh my god, Alex. Even though I hated him on the Glee project, I thought he was stellar, and I was uber excited to see him. He killed it. And I and the I didn't come see West Side Story because you two weren't tr- Tony and Maria comment was awesome. My only problem is with his acting, because when it comes to that i'm super critical you can tell that alex is acting and it's sort i do i do agree with that i i i think that he's the best actor of the glee project kids well actually maybe rory is or uh god now i forgot his yes his glee project name what is that supposed to be <laughs> sorry anyway his glee project code name <laughs> code name um anyway I, I think he might be the best, but that's partly because he doesn't have a very um, real character. Mm. But anyway, sorry. Anyway, I, I disagree with that, but anyway. I actually, I have to say, I actually think Lindsay did a good job with her cat. Oh, yeah, Lindsay. I forgot. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, Lindsay was okay. Yeah. You can tell that Alex is acting, and it's sort of putting off, uh, sort of off-putting to me, but maybe I'm just a theater snob, but I need to get over myself. During the performance, until Jesse made his surprise face... Uh, which I called something different earlier. I didn't even notice that Alex was in drag, and I told you guys that Jennifer Grath was coming back. Yes, you did. Overall, I really liked the songs. The dancing was great, way better than Fleetwood Mac week, and I don't know how it compares to Madonna week, but I guess I like it just as much as everything, uh, even though everything wasn't as big. Uh, The dance contents was a little forced to me, even though I liked it. Why couldn't Will just put those three aside and talk to them about their future like that. But during the dance contest, Tina's dance and Finn's dance are my go-to dances at weddings and school dance. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I totally agree that the whole dance contest thing and the prize was just really silly and dumb. And Yeah, it wasn't... Yeah, well, anyway, oh well. How did you feel about um, Sue's involvement? It was fine. I liked Alright, can you continue the email? Are we at Will was a poop? <laughs> oh, poop head. <laughs> like, yes, he was a poop. No, that's okay. <laughs> Will was a poop head this episode. He was all, those aren't real dreams. He just wants them to want to go to college to major in clean club. That's so accurate. Okay. Um, normally, Finchel is sweet and sickly to me, but in this episode, I genuinely like them. Maybe it's my theory about the writers making the characters believable teenagers coming up again. But Finn was like Will, a poop head, and not like his colleges. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, maybe it it's because I'm like Dylan, and I knew what college I wanted to go to in sixth grade, and I can't see how Finn isn't interested in seeking his future. But that's exactly how I was, just FYI. <laughs> yeah, I was. I I knew which I. I'm going to the school that I decided on in, I think, seventh grade. No, no, I'm saying the opposite. Oh, you're like Finn. I'm like Finn. I didn't, oh. I didn't want to leave high school. I liked high school. I don't know. I was stupid. Yeah, well, Dan, you didn't decide to go to the actor's studio. That so. is true. Though I did decide to go to the school that Finn should go to. Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure Finn is, like, good enough. Oh, that's you. a good point. <laughs> I never thought about that. But, but, they, <laughs> but if, if Quinn can get in the Yale, Finn can get, like, a... But Quinn is supposed to have, like, really good grades. Plus, Quinn has never struck me as, like, really stupid. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But, okay, but why can Finn just automatically get into the actor's studio if he's ever acted before? Look, I don't understand <laughs> any of that storyline. Don't ask me these things. Let me keep on reading Marissa's email before I get angry. <laughs> anyway. 
But don't most high schools have programs that help students with college issues, like applying, knowing what colleges to apply for, and finding out what you want to go to college for? Yes. <laughs> but that's what the guidance counselor is for. That's why Emma should which... have tenure. <laughs> okay, anyway. Um, well, at least he, she, she helped him yeah. in the end. Anyway, um, but his little freak out with Will was so understandable, and I totally sympathized with him. Oh, and how did Will magically have a VCR and VHS version of Saturday Night Fever in that mysterious room of angst? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I now picture that room being, like, in a different dimension, where they just, like, go in there to solve their problems by watching things on VCRs. <laughs> Um, I love that Finn got a life lesson from a film. I always do that. Me too. <laughs> um, uh, one time I spent all day walking along a train track because they did that in my favorite movie, Stand By Me. Woo, go 80s movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love their song. It's one of my favorites. I'm. That's, yeah, Rachel and Finn. Mm. Um, the singing was really good, and I loved the other couples dancing as well. And his speech to her afterwards was gorgeous. Um, the Glee Club was fierce in their John Travolta suits. Let the John Travolta army march. Swagful. My friend Sawyer wore that at the Valentine's Day dance, and he spilled orange soda on it. Oh, oh that's sad. <laughs> that's what I would have done. Also, I um, love that you have a friend named Sawyer. Yes, so would, so would Nare. <laughs> Um, so the email continues. Oh, and can I just say that the clothes in this episode were amazing in general? Plus, I love that the theme for nationals is vintage. This part of the season was made for me. <laughs> I was pissed when I heard they were doing a Whitney Houston week, but after seeing next week's promo, I'm excited. Uh, random Marissa time. My Twitter account got hacked. <laughs> I don't think you have to read this part. Yeah, anyway, so <laughs> yeah, so that's Marissa's email. All right. Thank you, Marissa. Very good email. I enjoyed the room of angst. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right. Um, so now we have another email. And I don't believe we've gotten an email from this listener before. If we have, I apologize. I just, we get lots of emails. So I'm sorry if I don't well, remember. Well, that makes it sound like we get a few more emails than we get. We get lots of emails. Okay. No, no, but we we have a whole we have a whole person we hired. <laughs> we act no, but we <laughs> over the time that we've done the podcast, we've had quite a few emails. Like there are people who emailed That's us way true. at the beginning that haven't emailed us in a long time that I like kind of forget half of them. That's true. Um, all right, so his name is Jardley, which I didn't know was a name, but you know. All right. Um, he goes, not sure when you'll be recording, but just heard the latest podcast and thought I'd comment on this recent ep that passed. Thoughts? Dancing. Ah, sorry. My thing got all messed up. Dancing in Disco Inferno was intense. All the girls worked their ass off. Mercedes looks amazing. I died uh, when the reveal that Santana was singing about how she can't live without her fame instead of about Britney or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. Yeah. Um. They're com. They, um. They. Oh, look. I. I think I like this. They've completely messed up Rachel's arc, in my opinion, with having her basically say she's found what she's looking for from her life in Finn, and was basically ready to put her dreams on the back burner to help Finn wherever he wanted to go. It was. Yes. They were completely losing sight of the fact that being on Broadway was Rachel's ambition. It was. Uh. What the viewers were introduced to in the pilot. Absolutely. Yeah. We saw this girl who was destined to go. Uh, get out of her small town where she was bigger than her surroundings and if 
anything her dreams were destined to come true. And now we have this girl who says if Finn wants to go to California, that's where they'll go, or she can go to New York anytime. Yeah. Yep. Good point. I have no problem with Finn not knowing what he wants to do with his life, but then don't go to New York with her and possibly take a break or settle for something long distance. Yes. Thank you for... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Then he goes on to say, really enjoyed all the songs in this episode, surprisingly, especially Finn on More Than a Woman and Staying Alive. Not so much Will on Night Fever. Agreed again. (laughs) And he says, just keeping it semi-short in case this makes it on the air. Which it did. Thank you. Also, thank you, because I agree with things that you have said, so. Very good email. Please email again if you feel like it. Yes, uh, because I'm hoping you'll continue to agree. Yes. So it's also actually really great when we get emails that we disagree with, because, you know, then we can... Anyway. Songs. Um, you should be dancing with Blaine, Mike, and Brittany. I'll be honest. I heard this song, and I didn't get super excited. Mm. Um, but that's uh, partly because at this point I was still trying to do homework while watching the episode. And once I started watching the dancing, I was like, okay, this is fun. I am trying to remember. I started watching this episode on Hulu. I watched like the first half of this song and then a friend started chatting with me on Facebook. And then three hours later, I continued the song. So, <laughs> so I don't really remember it. I don't think I was actually as impressed with the dancing as I wanted to be. Um, and it felt kind of random, but, you know, what you going to do? Yeah. I, don't have any... I mean, it was also weird because it just opened. The... Yeah. And, and it, was, was it was a weird sign to open episode. Um, Night Fever, I agree. Will was bleh. Yeah, Will. The dance Will. contest was was cute, though, you know. Sure. Uh, Disco Inferno. <laughs> Disco Inferno holds a very odd place in my heart because my mom randomly sings this song like all the time, <laughs> like all the time. That's really. I can't imagine your mom singing this song. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's really quite odd, but she does. And yeah, so it was funny seeing it on the show, and it was enjoyable. They did a good job. <laughs> what did you think? Do you like it? Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yep. Uh, all the songs were fun, yeah. except maybe the Will. Well, yeah. anyway. But that was still fun because of the dance contest. Yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, if I Can't Have You, Santana sang. Good job, as usual. Yeah, Santana's good. Yeah. How Deep Is Your Love with Rachel? I don't really remember. Was it? It was fine. It was like, you know, it was Rachel singing a song and it wasn't bad. So, like... <laughs> that was good. Boogie Shoes with Wade was good. That was actually really good, because I, I have always really liked Alex's voice. Yeah. So, And I've already said my issue about vocal adrenaline being small, and, you know, he did a good job. So, Yeah. Um, how do you feel about his name being Wade? I, I, I don't know. I don't think he'll be on long enough for me to, like, forget his real name. Yeah. Or his Glee Project name. I but. think I, his, his Glee Project <laughs> I think my, um, my favorite character name the camp was was harmony for Lindsay. i think that made the most sense yeah it's true um more than a woman i someone uh made a funny comment that uh you think that maybe uh wade should have sung more than a woman <laughs> that would have been cool yeah but i mean they had to i don't know i liked this with yeah. ben singing to rachel it was cute he did a good job <laughs> I, no i'm sorry dan you made a mistake in the next thing what 
you wrote staying alive everybody and their uncle minus quinn oh yeah good point <laughs> <laughs> staying alive was fun i always love that song it's a good song yeah, that was very I funny. Also, it's stuck in my head now. Yeah. I also think Staying Alive is funny for them to do because, um, I forget which one it is, but one of those random, like, riffs that they do in the background of, of, of random episodes, you know how they have, like, random acapella things, at least they did in the early episodes? Um, one of them, if you hear the whole song, randomly, like, contains pieces of Staying Alive. Huh. It's obviously that. It's a funny thing. I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah. I feel like maybe we should talk about Wade a little bit more. I mean, do we want to say anything about that whole, like, transgendered story? I really liked it. Actually, when he was, when when Kurt was like, you know, I've worn some pretty flamboyant outfits, but I've never worn a dress. Yeah. And he was just like, that's because you don't identify as a woman. I was yeah. like, damn! <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. Um, I was trying to think of, like, things they haven't done yet that they can still do. Like, what what's left for them. The only things I could think of are, like, Muslim Week. Um, That's true. Women Appreciation, which they sort of did with the in the Madonna episode when they did what it feels like for a girl, but they haven't had a whole episode of... Also, that was... <laughs> yeah, it was stupid. Um, they haven't... Yeah, they haven't done, like, women's issues. They haven't done drugs, really. They've, like, included drugs in random episodes, but they haven't done it seriously. Is that everything? They've done suicide now. They haven't done murder. <laughs> or, well, they sort of did rape, too. But they could have a whole episode about rape. Wait, when did they do rape? When, like, during the, uh, well, they didn't, I mean, they did it with, um, when, when Blaine kind of was pushing himself drunkenly on Kurt. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, but it didn't get, yeah. I don't know, I don't feel like. They that didn't sing call, songs about rape. That he didn't really get called out on it. Yeah. That so, and yes, they haven't sung songs about rape. <laughs> they haven't done. They haven't done. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. They have done prostitution. Um, well, not prostitution. Wait, they done prostitution? Oh, you mean the. Um, the they had strippers. strippers. Oh, my God. So they, so they brought up the issue. Yeah, right? they, well, they totally talked about selling your body. They had a whole argument about selling your body. Um, they haven't, they haven't talked about, um, you know, they really haven't talked about racism. They, have they not? I guess not really. They really haven't. That's actually uh, really weird. That is really weird. I think it's because they're trying to, to just, like, we're in a post-racial age. Yeah. Which I don't really agree with, but um, whatever. I think they're I think they're just not addressing it because they don't want to bring it yeah. up. I don't know. Well, that's why I think I think I think a Muslim week would be a good one. <laughs> well, that actually, would be a good one. they sort of did racism with this with the Spanish episode. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, but they didn't actually. Can you imagine if they had done the same thing about, like, gays? Yeah, seriously. I mean, actually, I guess they did. Well... I don't know. What? They haven't, they haven't done, um... They haven't done sex change. Sex change? Yeah. Yeah, uh, but they, they did it as much as they probably will in this episode. That's true. Like, as close to that. I don't think they're gonna go any more than this. Yeah, I don't think so. Is there any gay stuff they haven't done yet? Like any sort of side to the gay storyline? Um, they could have, um... I was still kind of like, they never had a character who started out as straight and slowly realized they were gay. Well, there's Santana. Oh, yeah, but that doesn't count. <laughs> Why? Because they're lesbians? No, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's because they didn't handle, I don't think they handled it very well. 
Oh. Uh, I guess he, yeah, just because because like he randomly like from like mid mid season one he suddenly like was fooling around with Brittany and then he suddenly didn't like guys anymore, and they didn't even really talk about the fact that he didn't like guys anymore. Like, it, I like I'm saying more like I want like a character like Rory, like someone who's young and just like suddenly like realizes. I mean, I guess they sort of that would make me interested. Oh, you know who they could do that with is Samuel. <laughs> That's what they could do. That would make him an interesting religious character. Yes. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah, that would make his character much more interesting. I agree. I don't know if they want him to be gay, but Yeah. He could do drugs too. That Yeah, that would be good. Um, you could say that like pop brings him closer to God. Right, exactly. <laughs> and then, like and then he could murder Rory and then we'd have all the three <laughs> And then they talk about women's appreciation. <laughs> for no like, reason. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, next, we have a little link that was sent to us by our listen listener Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Um, this link talks about it's a. L- I mean, okay. This first part is just news and not spoilers. So the first part is they're on May fifteenth. They're gonna air a supersized episode of Glee, which is I guess it's episodes twenty and twenty one are gonna be back to back in one night. Um, and okay. So this next part, it's a spoiler in that like. It's like what the episode's about, but like it's like you won't actually like know what happens in it. So it's a spoiler, as in this week's episode is about Whitney Houston. So it's not that different. Okay. Should I not? Should I? Okay. Skip ahead like a minute and a half if you if you don't want to hear this, people. All right. So they're doing this weird episode where Tina hits her head, and all the characters switch bodies. Yeah. Okay. So let me read this. Um, okay. So this is just this is like this. Let me, let me read this. Let me read this. Okay. But it's the first. Okay, first. The, Are we sure this is accurate? Yeah, yes. This is accurate. This is on. Uh, this is TV line. This is a real thing, and it's also like I've heard about it multiple places. Okay. So the first of the of the two hours finds New Directions plan uh, planning for their annual competition. Um, it's okay. So it's blah blah blah. Um, in the midst of rehearsing for their new routine, Tina suffers a mild head injury and begins to experience a different yet oddly familiar alternate reality. The plot would seem to give context to recent photos on the, um, from the set showing the cast swapping roles. Uh, Mark, so Puck playing Blaine, Finn dressed up as Kurt, and you know, and uh, Tina as Rachel. And I think um, Quinn becomes like Santana, and Rachel becomes Brittany or something like that, or maybe the other way around. And I don't know, it's crazy. I'm not even going to say anything until I've seen it. I reserve all judgment. And then the second half is about after she fixes her brain, it becomes about nationals. I just I have. I I think it's a cool. I I mean, why not? You're in the third season. Do something ridiculous. I hate to like beat the dead horse more, Mm -hmm. but like this so reminds me of something that would be on Buffy or Angel. Yeah. Like, or, or, I don't know, like, some other show like that, you know? I, I like it, though, because it's every single character. Like, usually when they do stuff like this, it's, like, one character. This is... Yeah, but this reminds me of, you know, like, certain episodes where it's just, like, everyone loses their memory. Or, now they're all 16. Or, <laughs> you know, like, now they all search bodies. Yeah, but it, it's cool. And it can be done really well and be really funny. On the other hand, like, this is so strange for Glee. Yeah, I know. Hey, so so whatever. I have a Buffy writer on the staff. Maybe she'll write this episode. 
Yeah, Marty Noxon, right? Yep, Marty Noxon. So we'll see. I mean, I'm excited. I bet, I bet she. <laughs> I mean, it sounds a whole lot more exciting than a Whitney Houston episode or a prom episode. That's true. I'm sort of sick of prom, but. And I, I also think that we'll. Um... I wish this had been the prom episode. That would have <laughs> really made funny. me really excited. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, no, but you, you will also let us see who's actually a good actor. Yeah. Like. I wonder if Finn is. Finn as Kurt is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, this will be very interesting. I'm actually, I'm looking forward to this, but it could be horrible. I don't think that Puck can be Blaine, because I don't think Blaine really has much of a personality. I think... Well, that's maybe why they, you know... (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? All right. So, thank you for that little tidbit. That was a funny thing to find out. (laughs) All right. Um, so now we're coming near the end of the podcast. So um, we're going to go over some Peacock emails. And for those who don't know what Peacock emails are, that's because you didn't listen to the end of our last episode where we said, if you've listened to this whole episode, send us an email that says Peacock. What? No, you don't. God, what? now you've ruined it. But Or is it just we're only counting the ones who, yeah. who emailed yeah, us? Yeah, no. Oh, All of, only the people... So the deadline is now. Yeah, but also like... They have to listen to the end of this episode too. But I guess we're not being random right now. But yeah, no, no more, no more new ones. We've already gotten a bunch of Peacock emails. Oh, also, also Daniel said Peacock earlier, and I didn't. Make, Daniel and Marissa both said Peacock. Yeah, we'll figure out something in the coming weeks. Um, Dylan and I might might um, figure out something together because she's coming to visit me. Okay, and then I also I'm busy, but I will definitely do the bit the the sandwich thing, but not until after I leave. Not until after finals. Yeah, don't worry, guys. You will get awesome stuff. Yes. We and quickly, I'm just going to quickly read one of them. It's from Beth. She just says, Peacock and Betty is a form of my name. I hate mayo on my sandwich mustard. <laughs> 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 Thank you for that email. It was fantastic. Yes. <laughs> I was really, Dan, like, texted me or something. Yeah. Like, we got a Peacock email from a Betty. And I was like, Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. It was. I didn't believe him. Pretty amazing. Um. All right, and then we have a another email from Amanda. Um. Do you want to read this one? Sure. Dear Oral Intensity, just wanted to write in to tell you, Peacock, welcome back. Love the podcast this morning. Love all the tangents and love getting a behind the scenes look in uh, your three's friendship. It was really awesome. Maybe during a future podcast, you can take a little bit of time letting us know how you all met. I'm sure it's a pretty awesome story. You guys keep me young at heart. I'm 31 and I love you guys and your podcast. You're my favorite podcast. Looking forward to the next, um, next tomorrow's night's episode of Glee. Take care. Sincerely, your loyal listener, Amanda. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, I got that email and it like really brightened my day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, your emails are always very nice. Um, <clears throat> okay, so do we want to just talk about how you and I met and save the other people for when they're on? Or should we just talk about everybody? Sure. I mean, we can quickly say that we all met because we all went to the same middle school and high school. That's far too undetailed. Yeah, well, I mean, we didn't all meet at the same time. Yeah, no, yeah, I definitely, yeah, and then we also met each other, like, you met Dylan differently than when I met Dylan. And... Yeah, so let's, yeah, let's just talk about how we met. Okay, so actually, ours is the most interesting. Yeah. <laughs> we met on the, um, we lived on the same street, I think, since we were, like, really, like, what, like, how, when did you move there? Toddlers. Yeah. I, I moved there when I was, like, maybe a year and a half, so. Yeah, and I was, like, a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we grew up on the same street, and... 
Um, like maybe like six houses away from each other or like, something. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and my sister used to babysit. My older sister used to babysit Clara. Yeah, and I would come over to their house and watch like '90s movies. <laughs> yeah, specifically Hocus Pocus and the Mary Kate and Ashley movie Double Double Toil and Trouble. Both fantastic films. Yeah, I really liked Halloween movies. I guess. <laughs> yeah, clearly. You also used to play Pilgrims with her. I remember that. Yeah, um, Dan's sister and I used to. Well, it was my idea. <laughs> I'm like the only person crazy enough, but like we play this game called Pilgrims, where we were pilgrims on the Mayflower. Really? <laughs> I had no idea what Pilgrims was. So I mean, that could mean you know something cooler than it actually was. You brought the. Egyptian it's, it's not like it was a video game. Like I would make her pretend that we were pilgrims, <laughs> and then like, and then sometimes we would like actually land. So we'd go like into the backyard. And we'd have to like cook with leaves oh and stuff. boy sounds fantastic <laughs> yeah and dan was really shy so yep. like, he would come downstairs because their house has like a basement i don't know that's we podcast there sometimes yeah that was the, that's the main podcast place when we're not on skype podcast central but so like when i was little like um his sister and i would like be in the basement watching a movie or whatever and dan would come down and like stay for five minutes and then like run upstairs and <laughs> be a boy, <laughs> Go be a boy. <laughs> yep and then uh we didn't really have we weren't really in classes together until i guess like sophomore year of high school yeah so like we knew each other on the periphery but we didn't like hang out again until high school and then we yeah. were in robotics club together and like almost all our classes. Yeah, and it was a good time. Yep. Yay. Yep. And yeah, and then so then everybody else's other wild tales of wonder. I actually don't remember how I met Dylan. You were really young, right? No, no. I was like twelve. Oh really? You don't remember? That's terrible. I should go. I'm gonna tell my Nari story because it's funny, and I felt like she won't be on for a while, so I'm just gonna tell yeah, it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> The Nari story is like upsetting, actually, sort of. But so. Oh yeah, it's a great story. So I sort of, I don't. I, I guess I knew her peripherally for a while. Like I guess knew that she existed because you know everybody who's in your grade. And uh, in middle school, I was friends with with this boy that she was going out with, and like middle school relationship. Yeah. <laughs> And they had lots of, like, drama, and, like, he would always, like, tell me stories about her, and my friend was an idiot, so he would, like, make her seem, like, really, like, annoying and terrible, and I was always like, oh, why are you going out with her? She sounds awful. You should dump her. <laughs> and so Nari, like, knew about, like, heard about me saying that. It's just, so Nari, like, hated me so much and thought I was the worst. And then um, that, that friend that she dated, they like broke up and crazy shit happened with them. But um, he went off to a different school. So I didn't really, I wasn't really friends with him anymore. And high school happened. And like sophomore year of high school, we were in a class together and we like started talking and we realized that we're both nice people and that clearly this kid was just an idiot. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> And then we became friends, and we laughed about our past, and it was a good time. Yay! And I met Nari in middle school, too, because we were both in mural club together, which is like art club, except we painted murals like around the community. <laughs> and um, 
we became friends because Sonari used to like talk about all her problems. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, your boyfriend sounds horrible. <laughs> that doesn't sound like Nari at all. I don't understand. <laughs> now Nari has a very nice boyfriend who all of you have met on the podcast. Yeah, we're glad. Yeah. Uh, did you know he was on the podcast? Yeah. Ah, okay. Just wondering. All right. So I think that's everything, right? Everything. Um... Yep. All right, so um, if you want to check out our other podcast, that's the Smash Podcast. Actually, the Smash Cast, not what podcast, just the Smash Jeez, Cast. The um, yeah, so you should totally check that out. It's about Smash. It's a good time. It's us. We do the same things we do here. Yeah, but with one of my friends from college. Yep. You should tell how you met her later, not like on that podcast. Okay. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so the Smash podcast, the Smash cast, what's wrong with me? The Smash cast. <laughs> um, also, if you want to see our blog for Oral Intensity, that's oralintensitypodcast.blogspot.com. That has all our old back catalog episodes from before iTunes has them. Because iTunes only has, you have like a certain number of them. Um, and if you want to email us, please do. We got lots of great emails this time. You could be one of the great emails next time. That's oralintensitypodcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. um, and then you should rate us, review us and subscribe to us on iTunes because yep. all those things help us become awesomer than we currently are and then this is a new thing for this podcast, I've been mentioning it a couple times on the other podcast um, I have a Twitter it's at dwhite685 white like the color um, if you want like the name yeah, sure, but you know, just you know, um, <laughs> if you want to follow me, I put little updates about the um, podcast and like when I'm recording, and so you'll know when things are coming up and when things are uploaded, right? When they get uploaded. Um, also, you know, I talk about I, I I I'll try I try to live tweet the episodes, but I don't always get to watch the episodes when they're actually on. Like tonight, um, I think we're missing it. <laughs> Currently, while we're podcasting. Yeah, no, it, it just finished. Yeah. So, yeah, that didn't happen. But in the future, I will attempt to live live tweet Smash, and I live tweet um, Glee. I mean, I meant Glee, and I live tweet Smash. And sometimes I say random things. I have nothing to do with either of those things, but you can deal with that. Um, yeah. So follow me on Twitter if you feel so. And I just got a Twitter, but I won't promote it until I see if I actually use it. Yeah, I saw that you did it. Yeah, I'm about to make a tweet about having podcasting, wow. so that's something to look forward to in, like, negative two days. <laughs> negative two days. Is put up. <laughs> oh, yep. boy. The end. Marissa can follow you. Marissa does all crazy tweet things. She's a tweeter. Okay, you can follow me. I'm I'm at uh, cgibbons99. Yeah, and if you want to know what college Claire goes to, you can listen to our last Smash podcast where they reveal it. We did. <laughs> really? It went two episodes ago. But, yeah, because remember you were talking about um, Castiel goes to your school? Oh, yeah. That wasn't my fault. That was Taylor. Yeah, it was Taylor. That terrible. So if you want to come and find me and be really sketchy, <laughs> you can do that. I mean, also with a Twitter, like, yeah, you can, yeah, you can, you can find me. I mean, mm-hmm. don't kill me, please. Also, this is completely random, but you know the song "Shake It Up." N- no. Mm. Karen sang it on Smash. 
Oh, yeah. They're singing it on Glee. I, isn't this like a brand new, like, popular song or something that people are all up in, into or something? I don't know. That's how I felt about um, somebody that I used to know, too. Yeah. Like, it just became popular and they, like, crazily went off up on. in business. I'm, I'm not looking forward to this whole, like, Glee and Smash, like, repeating the same songs all the time. <laughs> yeah, that could be really weird. Also, it'll, I don't know. It'll make me compare them yeah. than I do. Marissa just tweeted something about Samuel's bicking Jesus tats, so I'm assuming that has something to do with this episode that I missed. <laughs> Alright, so I think that's everything. This is, a, this is a good podcast. It's like an hour long. We got some great email. We got some great conversation going. Good stuff. Yay. Yay. Alright, so thank you for listening and rate us and review us and email us oralintensitypodcast at gmail.com. Yay. Bye. Yeah. I'm gonna tweet. I'm gonna tweet. I'm gonna tweet that I just finished podcasting. Woo! <laughs>